Hello and welcome to the Missing Peace Podcast. I'm your host Becca and here we talk about everything related to how we can reconnect to ourselves to live the life we truly want. I am passionate about helping people come back to themselves, feel comfortable in their own skin and find inner peace, freedom and fulfillment. I hope that listening to this podcast can inspire you to start your own journey to find the missing peace within. Welcome back everybody to the Missing Peace podcast and to another episode of a beautiful guest on the show. She is called Kay Sky Donna and she explains her name within the podcast as well in case you are intrigued and she is a life and mindset coach and we cover so much in this. I've just listened to it through out on a walk which is what I do with my guest podcast episodes and it's a beautiful sunny day here in the UK, Bank Holiday Monday and the energy of the podcast is just so beautiful. She shares so much knowledge and so many actionable steps as well. She shares a journal exercise, which is really, really powerful as well, and just loads. And we talk about how you can begin to step out of your comfort zone, how you can learn to heal your limiting beliefs, how you can connect to your intuition and really the power of social media detoxes or just, you know, cutting out completely, really. And yeah, we talk about so much more than this as well. And so yeah, the episode is jam-packed. I can't wait to get into it for you. But just before we do, I just want to share in case you've missed it that I have a free recorded masterclass and workbook on returning to peace and confidence. I believe that this is all within us. It's all about pulling back the layers in order to get back to that core of us, that peaceful, that confident, that that just beautifully aligned light-filled, love-filled core. So if this is something you're interested in, then check out the link below in the show notes. And of course, everything about K-Sky is linked in the show notes as well. So yeah, check them out there. And yeah, thank you. Enjoy the episode and I'll see you on the other side. Bye-bye. So hello, K-Sky. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm really excited for our conversation today. So um, yeah, if you could just give us a little bit of an introduction about who you are, what it is that you do, and how you've got to where you are now. Awesome. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me on. And we did just do a podcast swap. So hop on over to listen to your episode as well. But hello, I'm K-Sky Donner. It's kind of a funny name. <laughs> I um, My real name, I say, is Kaylee Sky, but everyone just calls me K-Sky. And I am a life and mindset coach. So really, I mean, just to take it back how I got into this is about two years ago now, I hit, I guess what I would call a quarter life crisis. Like I really did. I didn't understand mm-hmm. it at the time, but... Yeah, I just, for the first time in my life, I was just feeling really, really confused, really, I guess, depressed. I've never felt what depression felt like before, which is very privileged in my opinion, you know, because now I can just understand on a new level what people who struggle with depression go through. So I went through this period where I just was kind of like, what's the point? You know, what's the point? And I didn't know where I fit in or what I wanted to do. And it's interesting because I was really grateful for my life. I had, you know, all of the things that you aspire to have, right? I have a wonderful husband, like wonderful, um, very much in love. I had a very safe, you know, six-figure job. I 
lived in a beautiful place. I had great friends. It was just kind of like, what in the world? I think that's what confused me the most is that I have all these beautiful things around me and still I felt something was missing. So I tried so many different ways of getting out of this, um, this state, this quarter life crisis. You know, I would really try, I started taking trips. Um, I remember, you know, Luke and I, Luke is my husband. I was like, I've got it. Like, I know exactly what we're going to do. We're going to go stay at a five-star hotel in Atlanta. We're going to just have a very sexy, fun, loving weekend. And we're just going to order room service and swim and just have fun. And I was bringing my journal. I was getting into journaling and things like that at that point. And so basically I get home from that trip and nothing, nothing changed, you know, internally. I was just like still feeling the same. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Um, I felt so much shame around it too, because I have so much and it's just like, how dare I feel like this? This is how I was feeling. So anyways, I have no idea how I thought of this. I was really getting into self-development probably six months before that. So maybe it was just, you know, accumulation of my knowledge in that area, but I decided I was going to do a two-week challenge with myself and it was going to be like a two-week reset and it was going to be focused around the mind, the body, and the spirit, which is really interesting because I know that you're really passionate about the mind-body-spirit connection and making sure those things are balanced. So I am a very passionate person. I'm like very, I can be very intense. And once I set my mind to something, it's just like game over, like I'm doing it. And so I talked to my husband and I just said, you know, for the next two weeks, I'm, if it's not a heck yes, it is a no. Like it's just a no. I have Mm. to be selfish right now and really do the hard work. Like it's not, it wasn't going to be like this lavish, like, two weeks. It was going to be deep inner work. And he was like, you do it. Like I am here to help support you. Anything you need, just let me know, which again is just very privileged. So I took off work. I I worked a little bit, but I took off as much as I could. And for those two weeks, I got out my notebook. I wrote down mind, body, and spirit, and I put different habits under each category. And I said, my only job this week is to commit to these habits and they were really gentle. They weren't like, you know, two hours at the gym, you know, three hours (laughs) of journaling. It was just like simple, tiny little tactics that I could do that I thought would A, um, shift my mood and B, really allow me to go inside and figure out what was going on. And the key thing I did though is I did not get on social media for two weeks. It was a complete non-negotiable and I did not watch any TV. So because I allowed myself to take a step back from everything else around me and really connect inwards with no distractions, no comparison, although I, I'm, I will be honest, I'm not one to usually compare that much, but it's still at some level, it must get into your subconscious. And so I just cut out all distractions. And if it wasn't a hell yes, I was just like, it's got to be a no this week. And you know, that's hard. Those are, those habits are hard to break. Staying off your phone. Like that's not easy. Um, Not watching TV, like watching TV while eating was a huge thing that I was doing to numb myself. I didn't realize, but I realized it in those two weeks. And Mm -hmm. so anyways, (laughs) about after I would say I was like a week into it, I started connecting with my intuition and it was just 
immediately, immediately, like a huge change was coming over me and it was scary. But instead of like leaning out and going back to the habits that I used to do, like numbing myself with social media and eating in front of the TV and whatever I was doing before to like numb myself out, I wasn't, I wasn't able to do those things because I had made this agreement with myself. And what happened is I leaned in and when I leaned in, I really decided like I was going to change my life and I knew what I had to do because I had this clarity and that was I enrolled in a school to get certified as a coach and I at this time I had also been coaching for free and that was like my happiness at that point. Um, I was a real estate agent and then I was coaching for free and I didn't realize you could be paid for that. So I was like, oh my gosh, you can get paid to do this. This is insane. Like this is a dream. So I got certified. I hired a mentor and yeah, it just all started rolling from there. And I completely came out of this state. Like it it was a complete 180. I always say it was a complete 360 and people are like, okay, Sky, that is you just getting back to the same place. (laughs) So it, it it was a complete 180. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. I love that you, you know, you were talking about how how hard it got, you know, how difficult it was when you were in that, as you describe your quarter life crisis and, you know, the shame that you were feeling. And this is something that I think a lot of people can resonate with is that shame and, you know, thinking what is wrong with me for feeling this way when I have so much in my life. And then you took that period to really go inwards. So I want to ask, you know, because a lot of people I imagine will be listening to this and thinking like, okay, but how do I take two weeks off? I just can't take two weeks off to do this. Or, or maybe it's, you know, it's justifying that. How do, how do we get to a place of then, you know, taking that time for ourselves? Maybe it's not two weeks, but maybe it's just starting to do that on a daily basis. How do we get to that place? For me, I would really, really suggest, you know, sitting down with yourself and thinking like, how do I actually want to feel and what are the habits that I can start implementing today to take myself to that feeling? Um, And they can be very, very small. And also like, I know people cannot take the two weeks off. I, I think for me, it wasn't like taking the two weeks off that really did the the thing right it didn't shift me that wasn't a thing it was me committing to a promise I made myself Mm. so the two weeks definitely gave me the space I was still working a little bit um but definitely not like you know a full 50 hour plus week so Mm -hmm. I think you know if you can sit yourself down limit distractions anyone can get off of social media right now um Anyone can stop watching TV, right? So I think if you can stop numbing yourself with those things and get a journal out, get crystal clear with how you want to feel. And if you're someone that feels like that, what type of habits does that person have? And start there, start small and just make the habit so easy that you can keep the promise to yourself to check it off, at least in the beginning, because that starts building that confidence and that starts building your self-esteem. And once you build that confidence, then when you don't you know, cross off every habit every week, it's not like that big of a deal because you're so tapped into your intuition. And you know, sometimes habits don't serve you certain days. I guess this is kind of off on a tangent, but basically I would say cut the distractions and start thinking about what habits are going to get you to the feeling you want to feel because that's, af- 
that's what we're after really yeah that's that's beautiful advice thank you because really that's it what what we're kind of chasing in life is a feeling and sometimes we get caught up in that being like something external that's going to kind of bring us that feeling but it's that within and then creating from from that place and I love that you shared that it's it's good to start off you know easy make it something that you can implement so it doesn't have to be like you said you know it's not necessarily an an easy or a full-on two weeks off that you had at all in fact it probably was incredibly difficult I can imagine but it's starting off slow and going with that and I just I want to ask because you just mentioned there about connecting to your intuition would you be able to share a little bit more about what that was like and how maybe you could suggest other people could start to connect to their intuition yes oh my gosh this was like a game changer for me. And so again, I feel like I'm going to sound like a broken record, but this is like the truth. And sometimes the truth is just so simple and we make it so complicated, but limiting distractions. So no TV and no social media. I know people are going to be like, oh my gosh, like seriously, give me something else. But this is, this is what works. This is, if you want a radical change, this is what works. And so limiting, well, completely taking those things out, I started Um, really being able to hear myself. I guess that's the only way I can explain it. And so when I wasn't being bombarded with so many things that when an opportunity or a thought came up, I was able to connect with it instantly. And And hopefully I'm making sense here, but some ways that you can connect to your intuition if you're struggling besides limiting, you know, distractions is things that I will do are meditation and I will set a question or an intention for the meditation in the beginning. So I'll maybe ask, you know, um, what is my right next step? Like that's something I like to ask myself a lot. And I'll ask that before the meditation. And because I'm so clear already from limited distractions, it's like this whisper. And also, I really believe we all know what we want deep down. If we can cut through the noise, we all know. And it's then at that point, it's about trusting. It's about trusting that voice to take a step forward because I know that's hard. And a way you can start trusting yourself is by starting to keep the promises you make yourself. So it's all like this, you know, cycle, right? Like you start small with these habits. You keep that promise you make yourself. You build that confidence. You're limiting these distractions. You're connecting to your intuition, which then you're able to trust that intuition because when you hear it, you've already built these habits up, which have brought you this self-confidence and that self-confidence helps you trust that intuition. So it's like this full cycle moment. And what's so crazy is like, you know, the healing journey, I don't want to just say it took two weeks, you know, it definitely didn't, but this was really me you know, owning what I wanted and really just like we talked about, you know, in the podcast we did this, did before this, accepting, accepting where I was, was because of my choices. And even if it was like, quote unquote, good, it did like to the outside world, it wasn't what I wanted and to be okay with moving out of that. So in a way that I, that really helps me move to 
make a step out of my comfort zone or move to another level or do something scary is I always know that I can come back to where I am. So it's like my energetic minimum. I already know how to be a real estate agent. I already know how to make this money. I already know how to have these friends. I already know how to live in this place. You know, I already have these tools. It's so easy for me to come back to if I needed to, if I, if my, you know, step wasn't in the right direction, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. And absolutely. I love that you spoke to the idea that it really is quite simple and, you know, simple doesn't mean easy, but why, you know, why reinvent the wheel? It's really about giving ourselves space, limiting distractions, and then that commitment to ourselves, which then, like you mentioned, builds your confidence, builds your trust in yourself, your connection to your intuition. So really it all comes together. And you mentioned there as well about personal responsibility, which I think is massive. It's that kind of owning where we're at and what's going on for us. And as blunt as it sounds, it's to kind of stop playing the victim but at the same time that's so empowering because you then have control of what you are doing with your life so I'm really really grateful that you mentioned that there and you talked as well about stepping out of your you know your comfort zone and then the idea there as well that you know you can always return to what you know and what is comfortable so I wondered if you had any more suggestions about how we can step out of our comfort zone so maybe someone has has taken the time to get to know themselves and they want to call something in, but that's really, really quite scary. So yeah, how can we begin to break out of this comfort zone? Yeah, that is a great question. So of course, I always remind myself like I can come back to where I am now. That's always available for me. And that feels really powerful for me. So if you're someone that is like, okay, but I, I just need a little, like a step further. I'm someone who really likes to plan and prepare. Then I... I do like a fear setting journal exercise and I actually do this when I'm like right up on my edge and I'm like, do I jump? Do I stay? So what I'll do is I write down like what I am doing to step out of my comfort zone and I start listing every possible worst case scenario and I like go through them. You know, I don't hold back. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to stress about this and it could possibly prevent me from taking this life-changing action, I might as well like go ahead and just write down everything that could possibly happen that would go wrong. And then what I do is I take all of those things that could go wrong and I find a solution for them. And what I found is there's pretty much 99% of the time always a solution. And so I'm like, okay, well, I already have peace of mind that if one of these things that's really not likely to happen, but if it does, I already know how I'm going to handle that. And then what I do is I write down every single thing that could go right and what that thing could lead me to and how it would feel. And so you have like both sides of the coin, right? You have like all the fears, but it's like written out in front of you. You can see them. You can see how you would work through them. And then you have all of the possibilities that it could bring you to. So for me, like this is a for instance, because I like giving examples. When I was quitting real estate, I was very, very scared. I was scared because I was making really good money, which was supporting my lifestyle. Um, and it was also like an easy job. I know this sounds silly, but like me saying, I'm a real estate agent. Like everyone's like, yeah, cool. Like I, I completely understand that. And now I'm like, I'm a life coach. And people are like, 
wait, what? <laughs> so I think I was like nervous about, you know, identifying as something else. I also worked really hard to get my license in a very short amount of time. And not only that, I had an incredible mentor and there was like lots of room to grow um, in my community, both professionally and financially. So it was all of these things that were kind of, you know, hindering me from stepping out. And then also the fear of like, what if I embarrass myself publicly and I announce that I'm a life coach and then I flop or, you know, what if like I can't support myself and I, you know, lose all of my money and, and, and then I'm desperate and I go through the list. So what I ended up doing is I defined my why. So I realized that I would actually rather, you know, make less money, but pursue life coaching, something that I am fired up for, something that I cannot fall asleep at night because I'm so excited to wake up and talk to my clients. Like it is a real passion. I would rather pursue that and not make as much than be in real estate and cry on my drive home, you know, every day after work. So right there was like a very strong, like why, and it already kind of, um, made the money situation a little bit easier. So that was the first thing. And also I'm supporting both my husband and me because he is in, he's a full-time student. He's just packing it all in, trying to graduate as soon as possible. So that was just another like added stress, but he's so supportive, which I'm really, really grateful for. And then I, you know, worked through, okay, well, if I do embarrass myself, like no one's really looking at me like as much as I think they are. So I can just kind of take that off the table. Second of all, people, if they are looking, are probably like, wow, that's pretty brave. You know, even if I don't understand it, like that's brave of her to step out. And I was like, you know what? I can come back to real estate and that's fine. So that was kind of like me working through the fear. And then I was thinking, oh my gosh, if I can change someone's life, like even just one person, if I can make their life, like them step into the best version of themselves and like manifest their dreams, it, it won't that all be worth it? If I can wake up and talk to girls who are inspired and motivated to move forward and like accomplish, like that is what empowers me. And, you know, I, I can support myself. There's people out there doing it. There's people out there doing it every day supporting themselves. So I was just like, okay, I've got all of these things laid out in front of me and I'm going to take the jump. And I really like, I'm not even kidding. I'm, I know you can probably relate to this, my manifestor energy. All of this came to me in like two days and I made the decision in two days. I, I was like, I'm quitting real estate. I'm joining a coaching certification program. I'm hiring a mentor and I'm just doing it. Like there is no like easing into it. I was free coaching at the time, but I didn't understand that I could have been paid for that, if that makes sense. So as soon as that click was like, oh, you can be paid for this. um, I just made the decision right then and there. I didn't even have time to kind of This is just a quick interruption to say that, well, I I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I will have launched my one-on-one coaching 
and guided personalized meditations by the time you listen to this. I'm so excited for both to share these both with you. So the one-on-one coaching is a three-month program and really I help work with people who are feeling lost, who are feeling disconnected from themselves. Maybe you feel discontent in your life and you don't know why. Maybe you're trying to bring change into your life. Maybe you feel anxious or you feel busy all the time or stressed. Whatever it is, I'm here to help guide you back to yourself, back to the own best teacher that you have, which is within you. We balance your mind, body and soul. We get to the root of these limiting beliefs and anything that's kind of holding you back. And we get clear on what it is that you want to bring in because we connect to that deeper part of you. So if you're looking for that kind of change, maybe you're wanting to, yeah, just bring something different into your life. Maybe you want to feel better about yourself, increase your self-worth, whatever it is get in touch and uh, yeah also if you do sign up for my free recorded masterclass and workbook on returning to peace and confidence which will also be linked in the show notes then you get an exclusive discount on there for the one-on-one coaching and the meditations so the meditations are a personalized meditation around 10 minutes long and all that really involves you doing is filling in a little form where you share what it is where you're at in life right now what it is that you're wanting to bring in and I use that information alongside any preferences you have about meditation a lot and I use that with my intuition to create a meditation specific for you and I wanted to make them really affordable so do check them out you can find them in the show notes below as well and also like I said if you sign up for that free recorded masterclass then there is a discount on that well thank you very much guys and let's get back to the episode like look back but I did do those journal prompts and I was like well it's now or never you know oh my god that's amazing thank you for sharing your journey through it as well it does make it so much more relatable when we can hear you know you going through it and them journal exercises that's powerful you know we're working out what it is that you know we've got in our life and what we're looking for and then the fears that are kind of holding us back and sometimes I don't know if you found this with some of them but sometimes when we look at the worst case scenario and this has happened to me the worst case scenario ends up being coming back to where I am right now and like even just having awareness of that I think is is really really beautiful so thank you for sharing your wisdom there on that journal and um So you mentioned there as well about your limiting beliefs. We're talking about the fears that you were breaking through. And I just wondered if you could um, just share maybe some more tools that can help support people through breaking through their limiting beliefs, if you have some. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so passionate about beliefs, specifically the ones that limit us. It's something I work with all of my clients on. And it's just interesting because we all have them and once we start becoming conscious of what we are saying to ourselves, what we believe about ourselves, um, once we become conscious of that and we can have the courage to ask ourselves, what if I'm wrong? What if this belief actually isn't true? It just sparks this change. And it's really nice if you can you know, do this, if you set aside a lot of time to do this because it can be heavy, right? Um, an example mm-hmm. might be like, I am unworthy of love because of my body. Like, let's say that's that has come up a lot in my community. So if you take that belief and you think, okay, I'm unworthy of love because of my body. Like that feels very real for me, right? Like that's the way I'm feeling. Um, I felt this my whole life. It's been pointed out to me my whole life because it's what I'm focusing on. 
And so what I get you to do is I get you to question it. What if I'm wrong? What if I am actually lovable and it has nothing to do with my body? What if my body is perfect, you know? So you start playing around with that thought. And then we pinpoint, you know, where did this come from? Like, where did this thought come from? Can I, you know, did someone when I was little tell me I was fat? Did, which is super triggering, by the way, um, you know, yeah. that happening when you're young, like someone saying that to you, gosh, it's horrible. Or, you know, where you put on diets a lot when you were young. I, I don't know. It could be different for any any person, but usually they come from childhood and experience or education. So that's what I've found they usually come from. So you pinpoint where it came from. And then after that, you practice gratitude, which I know sounds weird, but this thought has served you in some way. Like you being unworthy of love because of your body, maybe that's protecting you because you're scared. You're scared to fall in love. You're scared to find someone. You're scared to show someone you're all. Like, you're scared to be vulnerable. I don't know. Again, it's different for everyone, but that could be a huge like protector for you. So this belief has been serving you in some way. It's my point. It's been protecting you in some way. And I think it's important to note that because it takes the shame out of it and it shines a light on the love, right? Because we don't want to feel guilt or shame around it. We want to show it love because that's how we're going to be able to release it and not hold on to it. And so If you find out after that where this belief came from, right, or before that, then what I would get you to do is write a letter to that person. It could even be yourself. Like I forgive myself for giving myself this belief or choosing to believe in this for so long, even unconsciously. And you write a letter and usually the letter is along the lines of, dear so-and-so, you gave me this belief and you write out the belief and then you say, I understand you are doing the best um, at the time with what you had, but I'm taking my power back and I'm choosing to believe a new belief. And my new belief is this. And then you can burn it. Um, And then I also just want to be really clear around this, that if there has been some sort of trauma or extremely Um, yeah, extremely traumatic experience that has happened to you and someone's inflicted harm, Um, forgiving them doesn't mean what they did was okay. And it really just means that you're saying what you did was actually not okay. And I'm taking my power back because I'm telling you that you're no longer going to have, you know, an effect on my life. I'm no longer choosing to carry this around and I'm shedding the old. I'm shedding it. It's no longer part of me. And so I think that's very powerful too, is just like if it was some sort of experience that was really traumatic, just understanding that you forgiving someone doesn't mean it was okay. And it's really just for you. So, and then from there is where we get into the fun of it, which is you pick a new belief. You pick a belief that your higher self would want to believe. And so for this person, it might be like, her old belief was I'm unworthy of love because of the way my body looks. It could be I am worthy of love, period. It has nothing to do with my body or the way that I look or I've always been deserving of love. It can be whatever you want it to be. It just needs to feel powerful for you. And I understand that when you're switching these beliefs, it is sometimes hard to like, oh, just believe it right away. That's not that's not the way that um is expected for you to do it. Instead, what we do is we find evidence around us 
that someone else has that same belief and that it actually is true. So for, you know, one of my clients, it might be finding someone in the same body as her who has a very loving relationship. And that's immediately saying, oh, wow, like I was choosing to believe this because this isn't true for everybody, right? So you're finding that evidence and then you start testing it. You start pushing out of your comfort zone and you start affirming that belief to yourself, that new belief every day. And you do this just very slowly and you go very gently. And it's it's easier if you can find someone to hold you accountable to it or to hold that higher vision and walk you through it. But by no means do I mean like you need that. You can definitely do this by yourself. It just takes setting aside that time and really just coming from a place of love and not shame. So hopefully that helps. I know that was like a lot, but that really is how you can quite literally reframe your beliefs. Wow. No, I mean, I broke that so much of that down, you know, even just for myself there was amazing advice. Thank you. And, and you know what, it's, it may sound like a lot, but, but really when you break it down, it isn't, you know, so if anyone's listening to this, just listen to that a few times and start implementing that in your life and the effects that will, will happen, you know, that'll be profound. So, so yeah, really, really beautiful sharing there. I, I love the idea of picking a new belief and finding their evidence as well around you, because that can, like you said, be the hardest step where we go, okay, yeah, affirmations, whatever, but it's like, actually, no, let's, let's actually make that real yeah. show us why that is real so yeah I, I thought that was really really beautiful thank you and um <laughs> no, thank yeah you. it's like all about building that evidence because if you think about it like what you're choosing to focus on so have you heard of the reticular activating system it's like the nerves and I'm not a yeah. scientist but basically it's the bouncer of your brain. So what you're focusing on, because we get fed all of this information all the time, like we can't possibly, you know, retain everything that's coming out at us through all of our senses. What our brain does is it filters it through and it only lets in what we're focusing on. So it's like, you know, if you're thinking about getting pregnant or you, you know, are desiring a baby, all of a sudden you start seeing pregnant women everywhere. You might start seeing babies everywhere. It's because your mind is so hyper-focused on that, that your brain is trying to prove you right and show you what it's trying to show you what you're thinking about. So if you're switching these limiting beliefs, you're switching your focus. And so all of a sudden you're going to start seeing all this evidence everywhere of how you actually are worthy of love. And it's because you're redirecting your focus and that's where the magic comes in. But it's not really magic at all because it's science. It's science backed. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for mentioning that as well. And it is, it's it's so powerful, your reticular activating system. And it also just shows, like you were saying there as well, the importance of focusing on what it is that you you do want because if we focus on what we don't want or what's holding us back or what we're, whatever we're resisting then that will show up more for us so it's yeah it's really we use our, our minds you know and our, well our minds sorry our, our yeah our senses so yeah our brains I guess to to be able to work with changing these limiting beliefs which is really really powerful and um just before we finish, I would love it if you could just share, because I know that you really are interested in creating habits and routines. Um, so I just wondered if you have any suggestions for people who may be going, do you know what, you know, I, I want to start working on my self-care. I want to start making some changes in my life. What kind of little habits would you potentially recommend for them to start to work with on a daily basis? That's a great question. 
So I really think, you know, habits were the catalyst to start the change in my life. And I would recommend reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Loved it. I've read it. I've listened to the audiobook as well. Um, and it just really breaks down how to build a habit and why it's so important and how to make it easy, you know, because that's what we need. We need something easy, not something hard. So some things, some habits that I would recommend implementing are meditation. I know probably everyone says it, but they say it for a reason. Um, and yeah. <laughs> I would just start with a few minutes, just two minutes. You can do a guided meditation on YouTube. Um, you know, people are like obsessed with the Joe Dispenza 25 minute morning meditation on YouTube. You could Google that if you just want to like dive right in. But I would suggest just like a small guided meditation, focus on your breathing and just go into it with no expectations just to be with yourself, really. Um, reading. Reading is so, so good for you. And also it's good because it keeps you away from the TV and your phone and you learn so much. Um, and I really think read anything. Reading anything is good. But for me, I love a juicy thriller and I love um, self-development. So I usually read self-development in the morning and I read a thriller at night. I'm trying to read a book a week this year. So it's going well so far, wow. which is good. <laughs> but I'm a quick reader. Um, and then let's see. I think like walking has been another thing that has really just been a game changer for me. Going for, I mean, to be honest, I usually walk for an hour to an hour and a half. But I love it. And I also like voice note my clients during that time and stuff but if you could just get out for 15 minutes out into nature breathe in some fresh air just 15 minutes honestly five just walk around your neighborhood walk on the sidewalk if you can go to a park that's even better and just feel the sunshine on your face if it if hopefully if the sun's shining or at least breathe in the fresh air and maybe put on some music that feels really good for you and just start walking and eventually you probably will become addicted like I am and you'll start walking for an hour and a half every day and it just feels so good and it's so gentle on your body, you know? So those would probably be my yeah. habits that I would suggest. No, they're amazing and, and I am the same with walking. I'm obsessed with walking. It is the most beautiful connecting yeah thing for me and so I'm, I'm really glad as well that you shared about reading because I, I know that's something I need to do more of so I would love it I really hope that you can share at the end of this what books you've been reading because that would be really cool to know and um, you've reminded me to actually read Atomic Habits because I am the worst <laughs> person for not finishing books and I know I have it on my phone um, gosh I bought it years ago actually and I just never fully got around to it and I think this is maybe a sign that I will take so uh so yes. yeah I know um, yeah definitely I will take that and so just as we're wrapping up would you mind just sharing with our community where it is that they can find you what it is that you've got on offer at moment and uh, yeah how they can work with you yeah oh my gosh I would love that so if anyone is looking for a life coach um and is like nervous about a next step or going through a breakup or wanting to start a business. Those are like some of the main areas I work with people on. Please send me a DM at KSkyDonner um, on Instagram, or you can go to my website. It's just www.kskydonner.com. And 
really what you'll do is you can apply, but we can have just a free little clarity call. That way we can get to know each other and I'll let you know if I'm a good fit for you and how we could really start making some big changes. So that's exciting. By the time this episode airs, I believe I will have two one-on-one spots open. I take on a very limited amount of people um, for one-on-one just because it is a lot of energy. So if you want to work with me, hopefully there will be a spot. And then the other way you can work with me is I have a group coaching program, which this was my first round that I'm in right now. It is unbelievable, especially if you're wanting to develop habits and work through limiting beliefs. So if you want to get on the wait list for that, you can go to my website for that as well. It's called the Finding Your Power Course. And then if you want some free content, um, go to my podcast, And it's just called the Finding Your Power Podcast. And I also post a lot on TikTok at Coach K-Sky. So I think I've covered all the the bases there. (laughs) Oh, amazing. Yeah, I will absolutely. I will link all this in the show notes below for anyone there. So yeah, don't worry. It'll all be in there. And yeah, thanks again, K-Sky, for coming on and just sharing your knowledge and your wisdom and your energy. It's been such a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And letting me share my message. I um, hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Hey everybody, before you go, I have recorded a surrender meditation, which is perfect for anyone who is feeling a lot of resistance in their life, feeling tension in their body and struggling to relax and find calm. It is also great for you if you're feeling lost, directionless, maybe as though you lack purpose, and it's a short recording that you can use every day to release this tension and learn to go with the flow. If you'd like to receive this, all you need to do is write an honest review about the podcast, screenshot this review and send it to Guy at live.co.uk and I will send a meditation straight over to your inbox. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. I hope you enjoyed the episode and see you next week.